And we are back, and we just finished a contender for Best Original Screenplay at this upcoming Oscar race. It's May-December from 2023, rated R, with a runtime of one hour and 57 minutes. We saw this on Netflix. This is directed by director Todd Haynes with a writing credit to Sammy Birch and Alex Machanik. This is the story of Grace exquisitely played by Julianne Moore who's just is she uh I, I feel like she should have been nominated for this it's such an interesting performance because you know in, in other reviews you've talked about how like when we talked about the Northmen you didn't know who to root for there were no definitive good guys or bad guys and I feel like in this film too there's such blurry lines with all the characters Except for Joe. Yeah, I, I feel I would agree Joe with that. is the like, most tragic character in this yeah. whole ensemble. Oh, absolutely. He's the one you feel sympathy for because both in terms of the the history of these characters and just the life that he's leading, he is definitely kind of a victim of, of everything. So yeah, you definitely feel that he did I thought he did a great job portraying that because he's a grown man, but he's playing a grown man who is a he never really grew up. Right, right. He never, like, I think the, they said the affair happened when he was 13 or when right. he was in seventh grade. And then just the way he acts. The way he carries himself. The way he carries it, like, especially the way he carries it, the way he, he moves physically. There were many scenes where he just sort of looked like a forlorn little boy who yeah. was, like, sad about something. I, you know, my team lost the big game. Yeah. He yeah. looked like that. Yeah, yeah. Even well, though he's like a, he's gigantic. He's gigantic. <laughs> I mean, he's built like a man. He yeah. looks for all intents and yeah. purposes like a man. But yes, there's something missing and yeah. broken and, in him. And it's it's like a weird dichotomy of his, his character. Is like physically, he's this grown adult man. But through the circumstances of his life and the fact that he is with Julianne Moore's character, Grace, he never grew up. Right, and I, even I though he's got a wife and children, he's got a and wife, he's got children. He's he's thirty seven now, or thirty six, thirty six, or whatever. or whatever age he is. He, I don't know. There's just something very childlike about him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as far as Grace goes, it, yeah, it's hard to figure out who. I mean, I, I don't think you're ever supposed to root for Grace. No, no, because but sometimes I feel like you can have some sort of sympathy for her but at the same time there's like these weird moments I, I, where you're just like no i, I don't know I, I think you i think that that's like the the hook that they're trying to grab you with that oh maybe this character is sympathetic maybe there's something more to it and, and that's what natalie portman's character is trying to discover because when you see stories about this or, or this type of story. And this is something that's very true to the real world of these things. This, there was this a big happened, scandal. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But she was a substitute teacher. She yeah, yeah. In a but when it's store. But when it's, whenever you see, like, dramatizations of it, it's just sleaze. It's just exploitative. It's, they're trying to get ratings. It's like, ooh, sexy school mom going after the young, the yeah, young yeah. buck. Yeah, yeah. And it's just gross. It's just, it's... It's flat out gross. And I got the feeling that that's exactly the type of film that <laughs> Natalie Haynes. Portman oh, was going to, was what she was basically signed up for, but she wanted more. Right. She, she wanted, wanted to class it up. 
She wanted, yeah, she wanted to get to the into that into the the soul of that character mm -hmm. and find something that we could find some kind of sympathy for, or I don't know what. And do you think she finds it? No, I mean, do because we, do you, we do we spoil this? I mean, I feel like it's like from A to B, but at the end. There's not we really see much her. To, there's not much to spoil about it because honestly, this, we see her doing the role. Yeah, we see her doing the role, and it's it's just as sleazy looking and as exploitative you as you would expect it to, to be. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Oh, this is the snake, and it doesn't bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of a snake. Yeah. It just it was exactly what you would see on like Lifetime or Cinemax or something like that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just gross. It's just, and it looked, the way it was filmed, it looked sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the lighting was, it was. It was like one step up from porn. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was just awful. Whatever film this was going to be, <laughs> it was going to be awful. Yes, I mean, I feel like Todd Hayes is the director really likes making viewers uncomfortable oh yeah, he succeeded yeah because everything was like, weird about this film yes th there were so many things where i was just like i literally hid my face <laughs> like, oh yeah literally. and and you always had a cue when to do it because of that ridiculous oh, music the music <laughs> that was you know the first time it hit was that scene with the the refrigerator <laughs> and she just goes to the refrigerator and she grabs the handle and she like as she like right before she opens suddenly this like like incredibly melodramatic music just <laughs> blasts out of nowhere she opens the door and she like sort of like thinks pensively i wonder if there's enough hot dogs <laughs> Which, the, which may be the greatest line ever uttered in a film. I mean, come on. Come on. And I, look, I looked at you and I was like, is, I think this, we a, both is this a comedy? <laughs> yes, I asked you flat out, is this a comedy? And I was like, I don't think it's supposed to be. But according to IMDb, it's tagged as comedy drama. You wouldn't think that. No, the, well, it's not. There's no jokes or slapstick <laughs> moments. Or, yes. Anything like and that. And you would think that the the story of a 36-year-old woman seducing a 12-year-old boy, like there wouldn't be any yeah, it's comedic about a it's elements a, It's about to a that. child molester. She <laughs> rapes a boy, and then they get, the, oh, they fell in love. Yes. Yes. A and can we talk? I mean, she's always been great, Julianne Moore, even when she was like a soap opera actress when she played Franny. But can we talk about just how delicious she is in this. I mean, she is the scene towards the end where she sort of has it out with Joe in the bedroom and she's like, you, you, you were, you the, were one the one, in one. Control or something you like were that. the one in control. And she kept saying that to yeah. the point where like he was almost confused. Like he was trying to have articulate something to her and he like even his body language, like the thing that you mentioned before, like him being stuck as a child, it's so apparent in that scene. Yeah. It is so apparent and it's so tough to watch. Yeah. It is so tough to watch as a parent, as a grown ass woman who knows that you shouldn't be seducing 12 year old boys. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, listen, Kudos to the actors, first of all, for taking on these roles 
And secondly, yeah. for breathing such unbelievable life. I mean, I feel like everyone was robbed of an actor nod here because I think Natalie Portman as Elizabeth is stunning. Julianne Moore just... She's transcendent. I mean, she is probably one of our best actresses of our generation. Even in shit movies, she is just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about Meryl Streep, and of course, Meryl Streep is the GOAT, but Ju- let's not forget Miss Julianne Moore. She is yeah, she's phenomenal. Fantastic. She is a phenomenal actress. And not to be dismissed either, Charles Melton. I mean, I've never seen this kid before, but... Holy smokes, he was fantastic. I mean, I think of the three, he might have been my favorite. Well, I think yeah, because he's he's the one who actually who you, you can could see really going through kind for. of a change too. Like he and they were a little heavy handed with that, with the whole oh look, there's the chrysalis popping open and yes. there comes the mon. That was yeah. yeah, that was some heavy handed metaphor nonsense going on. <laughs> But it, it's it worked. It, it worked because yeah. it, it shows that yeah he was evolving because of this experience, mm-hmm. and yeah Julian that scene in the bedroom and like you like you said you know you really see his body language because he's sitting in the chair and then she's like come over here right and, and then you, she's when you baby. see him when you see him get up. He's got his shoulders sagging. So, yeah. his, his 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 pajamas are too big for for him, and his he's like, eyes are his down eyes are down yeah. constantly. He never makes eye contact yeah. with her. Yeah, I mean it's it's she is the alpha. It's, it's like what I said. He's like, oh, my team lost the baseball game. It's like that. And yes, she is definitely, and it's she is the alpha in the situation. And but she is telling him, no, yeah. you were the one in charge. You right. were the one in charge. Right. Is and, she gaslighting and, him? And in, oh, absolutely. He was how could he was thirteen? Right, and he says that I, yeah. I, I couldn't have been making these decisions, and she's yeah, like, like, "That's m- bullshit." Maybe I was too young to be making these decisions. There's no maybe about it. A thirteen-year-old cannot make adult decisions. Right, right. Yeah, that there's a reason why there are laws. Thirteen-year-olds are their brains are not fully formed. They're, right. They think can't about vote. what think about the the <laughs> stuff you drive. thought was think about the stuff that you thought was super important when you were thirteen. Right. Right. And try and picture. Okay. Well, that's the that's the life I'm going to lead now that I'm middle aged. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It the doesn't matter. The stuff at thirteen is not the yeah. important stuff at thirty six. No. For it's not sure. like oh, I'm going to take all my life savings and buy a bunch of Pokemon cards. <laughs> I mean, you could, but yeah, these things are going to go big. Pokemon cards. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned the move, the music, and it's funny because I feel like I'm very sensitive to that, especially when I'm watching films. And in here, it was just—I mean, I think to me that was the comedy, right? That music because it was, was just so the, over the top. The comedic element of this movie was definitely the music because it was just—it would just come blasting out, <laughs> and it, it's like. And it isn't subtle at all. No. It is the most seriously melodramatic pianos yes. type music. Yeah. And every time I heard it, it just I was just like, everybody should be wearing a puffy shirt <laughs> and to just slowly look off into the distance with like a pensive stare. Yes, yes. Well, the other thing was we, not recently, but in the past, we have seen Magnificent Obsession, which is a Douglas Sirk film, which he, to me, is... The king of the melodramas. Mm-hmm. And to me, this felt like a Cirque film. Like, this felt like that this director <laughs> would yeah, have I, I made could, this I film. I totally see that. 
But the topic is cringy. I mean, she is a sex offender. She went to jail. And that's part of the story as well. But it's there's so many different... The other thing I found interesting from the Elizabeth point of view was going to these different people to get, quote unquote, the story mm-hmm. and how one of her children from her previous marriage, that guy Georgie, says her older brothers, I guess, molested her mm-hmm. and how that kind of opened up this new thing in Elizabeth's brain and she she even says well that would make sense yeah and that kind of does make sense but then you have that scene towards the end of the graduation where she was like oh Georgie told me yeah and that's the just the 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 rantings of somebody who doesn't have what was it like self-esteem or confidence or something something like that yeah Yeah. and she basically was like I want you to portray me as somebody with confidence yeah which was such a weird thing to say. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't think what Georgie said was true. No. No, I, I, Georgie was Georgie was messed up on his own. Right. Right. And another thing was, uh, I mean, she. But then why would he? Why would he make something up to the actress and then tell his mother? He made. I think he made it up to her because it's like, look at the insight I could provide. Right. But. I'll give that to you if you let me be the music supervisor right, of your right, movie. Right, which he did say. Yeah, he was he was clearly out for himself. Yes, yes. And plus, he he he's got some deep seated resentment towards yeah. towards uh, towards the mother. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it 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 didn't. It would, like she said, it would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I think maybe if if something like that did happen. She would probably have used that in the past as some as sort an of excuse as an excuse for what she did. For herself. what she did, and she is more about. I mean, she's she's definitely she's definitely a manipulator for sure. You clearly sure. see that. I mean, that's demonstrated throughout so br- so bl- blatantly in the scene with the daughter where the daughter's trying on dresses. You're that so, was so brave that for was going so sleeveless. Upsetting. Yeah. yeah. You're so brave for going sleeveless. And guess what? She didn't go sleeveless. No. She Julianne Moore got what she wanted. Right. It's yeah. She was she was an absolute manipulator. And it you see it again. You were the one in control. You were the one in control. Right, 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 right. And then after the scene with Georgie, we get into the scene with Elizabeth and Joe, which was disturbing to watch, first of all. And then secondly, her conversation with him was also tough to watch. The conversation after after what, what happens, yeah. Yeah, but honestly, that was like another aspect that shows how naive and Joe is. sheltered Joe has been for his entire life. Right, right. And another, like, what's her name saying? Oh, he had way more experience than I did. Yes. No, yes. he did. He clearly didn't. Didn't right because she was like, yeah, because she even says like, oh, he had two girlfriends where yeah. I only had Tom, and she was like, he was doing stuff at twelve. Yeah. Kind of, she tried to call her out on it. Yeah, and, and uh, what was it? Um, honestly, what uh, Elizabeth says, she's like, he's like, well, what, what was hap- what happened? And she's like, this is just what grown ups do. 
Yeah. What grown ups do. Because even she could see I mean what what was he what did he think was, was going to result from this? That they were going to have a relationship now? Probably I mean, because I think that's all he knew. Right. It was like, Oh, well, you kiss and then maybe you do some more stuff and then you're married. Right. Right? Well and also like whoever the other person that he was texting, remember, he yeah. He even says like, "Oh, maybe we should go here." And sh- and the other person is like, "I thought you were married." Yeah. He doesn't understand like, I guess, I don't want to say social etiquettes, but to an extent, yes, like he doesn't understand like the language of I don't think he just doesn't understand relationships. He doesn't. He's, he's never been part of a healthy relationship, no. especially with a a woman. Another, I'm not another one. With a woman. Yeah, yeah. It's just always been, hey, we're together now. Right. You belong to me. Yeah. yeah. It's a I, very, honestly, that it just shows how stunted his emotional growth was because of this whole incident. Yes, absolutely. But I also felt, by the same token, I felt like he was a very loving father to his kids. Yeah, I think, I think so. of all the things that have happened to him, maybe that was like his biggest point of pride and also maybe where he felt happiest and where he may have been successful because I think his kids genuinely loved him. Yeah, they didn't have a problem with him. Yeah. Was, well, any issues they all had, it was with the mom. With the mom, right. Yeah. That's seen probably in the because, Probably because the kids were able to see how manipulative she, she was. She was, right, right. Remember what you bought me for graduation, Mom? You a bought me a scale. scale. Oh, God. <laughs> you put a bow on it. <laughs> and then she first she says, oh, it wasn't a gift. And then she's like, well, my mom gave me the, gave me that gift. It was like she was just scrambling to come up with justifications just, for, right. for being called out on her manipulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that scene while well, the other daughter was trying on dresses was horrid. Yeah. That was tough to watch. I was hoping that Elizabeth would say something like, I think you look really nice or something. Because mm-hmm. you could tell that she really wanted the other dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. What else did you think? This isn't something that you would seek out for sure. No, absolutely not. The, there really isn't much. It's This isn't the sort of film where it's just like, oh, here's a, a great ending and you're just like blown away. It just sort of stops. Yeah, it's very. It's, it's just here's a. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth goes to watch this lady to sort of, I don't know, get into her into her mind and understand her more, so she could portray her better. And that's it. It ends. She goes and she portrays her. Yeah. And I, from what you see, I seriously doubt mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be a, you a know, stellar, a nuanced or stellar performance. It looks like it's just going to be some sort of... Movie of the week. Yeah. Yeah. As viewers, do we also contribute to the victimiz- or the continued victimization of people by consuming this media? Oh, this absolutely. Is a, this is a story, absolutely. if we want to be honest, this is probably very much rooted in that whole Letourneau situation yeah. that happened. So how responsible are we as viewers for perpetually victimizing victims here a hundred percent i mean this the reason why this crap is on when it happens gets 
plastered all over newspapers and magazines and stories that that generate from it it's because people want to see this stuff they want to see the absolute dregs of humanity and be like ooh, look at those people oh my god yeah now i feel better about my life yeah my, look my life's shit but at least i'm not this lady <laughs> although this lady has the great soundtrack yeah <laughs> going on <laughs> music was nuts they should seriously for this movie they should just sell like a little box that you press <laughs> seriously so you just suddenly just blast the, this you know piano concerto yes, yes yes i wonder if there's enough hot dogs <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know what i would love whoever is at netflix licensing yeah. retail please yeah. get on that yeah, get the may december sound box yes Keychain form so yeah, I can have it with like, me at all times. Like three different melodramatic songs for yes, when you just feel like absolutely busting out your puffy shirt and <laughs> you need look, a little something extra. Looking out day. at the rain or something. Oh my goodness. What did you think of the ex husband? I could see after all this time him being like out you could see he still had some resentment towards it but you could see he definitely uh, was getting on with his life yes and uh i mean he still had his kids clearly he's the good guy <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> in this yes. in that whole relationship but uh yeah I, I mean given that this is supposed to take place what 24 years after the events right. occurred yeah there's there's definitely going to be some hostilities yeah time time heals all wounds not completely, but, but for the yeah. most part. And now there's kids involved. Right, right. And uh, I think we, when we were watching it, uh, Gracie mentioned about the kids, and I was just like, y y how are you going to hate her? But she, she's your mom. You, you, right. She's all you've ever known your entire life. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, your mom's basically a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be a, a twisted sort of thing in your head. I mean, sure, yeah. sure. It's sure. Uh, how, how do you... How do you reconcile that? Yeah, how do you reconcile the the loathing you feel for the act versus the fact that the act resulted in your existence? Right, right. That that's a strange story. Yeah, for sure. We talked about Mary, but we didn't talk about her twin Charlie, the brother, who has this really nice scene with the dad and gets him high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was I guess that's comedic, but well, it just showed he another. He says to the son, "Like you're leaving," and he's like, "I can't wait." Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that the dark cloud over his young life has always been, "Well, your mother's just the worst because this yeah. is what she did," <laughs> and you got you're basically a product of that. Yeah. He seemed to be the most. Well, I think also the older sister that came back from college was also she didn't really mince words with her mother no well i mean when you as you get older you become your own person more and you're less easily manipulated yeah and you see the manipulations and you resent the manipulations i think the son probably received it less than the girls because the mother was very all of, everything she talked about was oh my mom was beautiful mm -hmm. i was beautiful mm -hmm. it was it's very a very superficial sort of uh mindset that she had yeah and that applied especially to her daughters. Yeah, yeah. Like constantly talking about their weight. I don't think that would apply much to the son. Yeah, it's just, it's weird, right? 
Yeah, I mean it's it's a film full of conflicted characters. Yeah. Really. Then you have the friend at the beginning of the film who sits with Elizabeth and just says, "Just be kind." Yeah. Well, I think um, she's probably lived with decades of manipulation herself. Probably. I mean, probably. what was what was it? The lawyer was like, "Oh yeah, the reason why she's in business is, is because, because people." It's keep like the buying same pies four because people. it's yeah. just they don't want to they just don't want to deal with her or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So they just or they feel bad, so they yeah. just yeah, it's the same four people that buy stuff. Yeah. Although she did seem to lose a customer there. Yeah. They said that they were leaving, but Yeah. And then she started And then she them. lost her shit because she already made the pie. Mhm. And then it felt like Joe was overcompensating like, "Oh, this is so delicious." And it's like was that really the thing that was triggering her, or was it something else? Loss of control. That was she, that was some. That was a piece of her life that she thought was locked down, and suddenly it just wasn't there anymore. She didn't like Elizabeth. No. Well, Elizabeth wasn't something that she can control. Right. You know, this this was somebody that was actually going to eventually have some sort of power over her because of her betrayal of her. Do so. you think that she knew that? Elizabeth and her husband were getting so chummy? No, because it really wasn't like they were getting chummy. It was yeah. just sort of, to me, it was just Elizabeth. For for me, it felt like the husband was just an exercise, mm-hmm. like an acting exercise, like how when she went into the pet store and she started like trying to become, you yeah. know, trying to feel some sort of like sexual passion yeah. while sitting on the back steps yeah. leading to the the alley behind the pet store. Yeah. That's just oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really act the channel. hell out of this. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna channel it. I'm gonna go method. <laughs> and what what better what, is funny. what better way what better way to get into this woman's skin than to have sex with the person that she had sex with that 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 is basically the impetus for their, her entire fame or infamy. Right, right. But again so I, I, this is the victim being victimized again because yeah, he's just being he's honestly he's just being used again yeah and except now he's an adult and well that's that's why elizabeth was just sort of like yeah, this is what grown-ups do right and he, and, he but his he's, whole he's, thing was like still, i thought you liked me yeah he's, he's he's still a little kid he doesn't really see the transactional nature of this whole thing or, yeah. or just being used for that sort of thing yeah. It's it's sort of like well no this is supposed to be love right right that's a little well when he has that fight with Grace that line he says if we're in if we're as much in love as we say we are yeah and then that fuck that flips her out like she is like he's questioning this reality that she's made for him yeah that's that's a no no not not for the not for the gaslighter the manipulator yeah. it's yeah. just no this is how, this is how it is yeah. Yeah, and the the whole thing takes place during around the kids' graduation, right? So it's like even the the the, the sort of like the little perfect model that she's built, it's fracturing. Mm-hmm. It's the kids aren't going to be there anymore. Right. The kids have always been there because remember she gave birth to the first one while she was in prison. Right, right, right. So there's always been kids there. There's always been that extension, that extension, that, that extra hook mm-hmm. into Joe. Which now those hooks are gone. Now she's like she's probably panicking. 
mm-hmm. this other woman who's pretending to be who's who's tr- who's going to be me and he's got his his weird butterfly obsession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, she's definitely sees there's there's cracks in the home that she has made. Yeah. So do you think she'll I mean obviously this is speculation because we don't we can't see that far into the future but do you think she'll be able to maintain Joe or will he at some point just shake it off and like walk away from I get it the all? I get the impression that he is he's kind of waking up so I don't know if, if that marriage will last long after the kids go to college mm. that's that's the impression that I get okay yeah I mean that totally makes sense yeah yeah yeah, I really, as as hard as it was to watch this and as cringy as I found the subject matter, I found it super fascinating. And I think just on, on based on that alone, I would give this movie an eight. I think the dialogue is, it's not, I, I mean, there was some funny, like the thing with, I don't think we have enough hot dogs, like blew my mind. I mean, I, how do you, <laughs> how do you top that line, right? But I think that the dialogue was really, really done well. It was it was just enough bad shit, but not like I could see people having these conversations and I could see people saying these things. And I'm sure a lot of it is rooted in factual things, maybe. But it was just it was done really well. And I think that, again, to me the MVP was Joe and I felt bad because I felt like again he's constantly being victimized by these women but he doesn't see it maybe he just doesn't understand it because he doesn't have a way of defining it I think Julianne Moore as reprehensible as she is she is just an amazing actress and she does a really great job here i think natalie portman she's kind of one of those actresses i can i think i've said in the past i can take her or i can leave her but she is absolutely stunning in this she is she is really really good i think i think the three of them should have gotten nominated for for something but especially the actor that plays joe i think he was just very nuanced and very layered and and very interesting i i was never bored i never looked at my watch i was completely mesmerized by everything that was going on in the screen even the the lesser characters held my attention the the lawyer i thought he was interesting that whole situation or that whole conversation that elizabeth has with him i thought the georgie character was really interesting even though it's it was a small part, the Lydia character in the beginning, the one that says, be kind, that that was interesting. I thought Mary was a great character. I thought Charlie, the son, the other twin was a good character. Really, really liked the way that this was handled. I, Again, this is not an easy topic. No. And yet the filmmakers and the writers really did a, an outstanding job here. Kudos to whoever nominated this for original screenplay because it definitely warrants that. I think just the subject matter and the way it's handled and the story that's told absolutely makes this a compelling watch. I would probably just give it a six. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought everybody did a great job. I just like it when a film brings me somewhere to a, to an ending and this just sort of this sort of just stopped. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, and plus, uh, <laughs> the, 
I don't know. If you're going to do a comedy, do a comedy. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do a drama, do a drama. Mm-hmm. If you're going to throw weird, ridiculous comedy elements into a, some, drama. a serious drama, it just sort of takes me out. Yeah. Like every time that freaking music played, I was just <laughs> it was like, funny. "It was, was too much." What is going <laughs> yes. on? Yeah, it was. Is too this much. like an SCTV skit or something? <laughs> it could have been. So yeah, that dragged it down. It, it, it's it would it would just frequently take me out because it happened a lot. Yes, it does. It does. And it, it would it like yeah, it would work great in a con. You know what? Maybe. Maybe it wouldn't be so funny if it wasn't a comedy because there's a, it would be diluted by all the other funny stuff that you're watching. But yeah. I don't know. As a little experience, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. But as a whole packaged movie deal, I don't know. It, it just it, it didn't work for me overall. Okay, fair I'm enough. not saying this is a bad movie. No, it's not. It, it's just it's okay. So I will give it a six. What did you think of the story? I thought the story was interesting. It just, like I said, it just sort of stops. Mm-hmm. So, would you have wanted some sort of resolution? Would that have made it better for you? Yeah, uh, some kind of resolution, some sort of tying up, loose tying ends. up loose ends. I don't know. I, I mean, it went on for a while. I mean, how long was the movie? An hour and a half? Uh, almost two hours, like an oh, hour. Almost and two hours. You'd figure by the end of two hours, you'd have. Oh, an hour and fifty-seven minutes. So yeah. two hours. Yeah, you'd you'd figure you'd have it like an absolute like okay, this is the this is the end, and I'm happy with this ending. Whereas, the ending we get is her doing that weird scene four times. Right, right, and asking to do it again. Yeah, because she thinks that she just has it. Yeah, and maybe I guess I guess may, maybe like, is, maybe here. that's supposed to be funny too, and that because you could see you could hear the sort of annoyance in the director's voice when he, she has to do yeah, it again. Yeah, and it's just I think the director just realizes, listen, lady, we're not making Citizen Kane. Kane here. Yeah, this is you're, just you're trying to seduce a, lifetime, a boy with yeah. a with a snake in your hand. Uh, the with the cheesiest porno dialogue ever. <laughs> it wasn't even like the the dialogue from the note. You know, no. it was just the, the lamest style <laughs> yes, ever. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I would give it a six. It, like I said, it, I would I would say if if you got time and you you feel like seeing something that's different. definitely different, yeah, check it out. Yeah. But if you if you're not interested in that sort of thing, don't don't worry about it. You could, you could skip this one. Yeah, I mean, th- we're pairing this with another Oscar-nominated movie. Neither one has anything to do with the other. Aside from Oscars. Uh, uh, aside from Oscars. Although, the other movie's a love story. Is this a love story? No. No, there is no, there is no love here. If they say they're in love as much as they say they are. I'm just kidding. they are. It's just gaslighting and... Manipulation. Manipulation, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... You feel sad for Joe. You feel sad for Joe. It is icky. It is It is definitely a cringe-filled movie. Yes. Not in, in that... Not like extras. <laughs> yeah, not like that. But it's but, like, it, you just have an overall sense. Yeah. Like, the, like there's, a sh- there's like a cloud of cringe hanging over this movie. Yes. You don't really see anything super cringy, but it's just there all the sex scene even no. that was no. no probably the the cringiest moment was oh you're really brave for showing your arms that that was just like oh that was too much 
did you say that? That yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up. <laughs> you don't want to keep talking about no, this film? No, I'm all done. All right, so you give it a six, I give it an eight. I think absolutely if you are so inclined to watch something that's going to really make you think, I think. I think this movie definitely elicits a lot of conversation and just thought there's a lot to unpack here there's multiple layers and nuances to this story and i think that if you have an hour and 57 minutes absolutely go to netflix and check out may december yeah. i think you know 2023 rated r with a runtime of one hour and 57 minutes this again was directed by todd haynes but you know you know what what, what you just said i think i enjoyed talking about this oh interesting well i think you know we talked about briefly about victimization and i think that that's one of the things that the writers sort of address here without bludgeoning you over the head with because again why do we find these stories fascinating why do we keep going to this well it's because we have this perverse need to be voyeurs to to want to feel better about our own lives and say oh well my life sucks, but at least I'm not this person, right? So I think there's a lot. And, and again, just from the point of view of the people involved, especially like the Joes of the stories, like the people that have continuously been victim or re-victimized, right? It's just, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. All right. So with that, we will bid you, well, again, definitely go check it out. And uh, missed opportunity for the Oscars to nominate that guy, Charles, for portraying joe i think he did a fantastic job yeah the oscars suck they do all right and with that we bid you all a good night good night